welcome to Family Health and Wellness podcast series called Parenting Tips, geared to parents and professionals working with families. Family Health and Wellness is a part of the National Extensions System, which provides research-based information and is a program of Cornell Cooperative Extension of Suffolk County in New York. I'm Rory McNish, the host of this series, which will showcase family health and wellness educators who are experts in the field of child development, positive parenting practices, nutrition and health. Our goal is to help adults make research-informed decisions for themselves and for their families. I'm pleased to welcome Nancy Olson Harbick, who is joining us today to talk about the role chores play in raising responsible kids. Nancy has been a human development specialist with CCE since 1985 and specializes in increasing the knowledge base of parents in understanding their children in order to create and maintain family wellness and decrease family stress. Hi, Nancy. How's it going? Hi, Rory. Thank you for having me here today to talk about the importance of chores. I don't know about you, but I had many chores when I was growing up. Did you? Uh, I did too. I, you know, my, between my brother and I, we had to vacuum and we had to take the garbage out and I had to mow the lawn. I, and, and then my father always took us on our, um, his plumbing expeditions. So I'm not the plumber, I'm the plumber's son. And I can get your, <laughs> I can fix your leak until the plumber comes. So we did a lot actually as kids. So do kids actually have chores today? Well, Rory, we know that family life looks different from one generation to the next, right? So, you know, the families that we've created are different than the families that our parents created. Um, a lot depends on how many adults are living under one roof, how many of those adults have jobs outside the home. Economic factors certainly have a huge impact. If there's enough money to left over after buying necessities, many families now use those dollars to buy services like house cleaning or landscaping that used to comprise some of the chores that were expected of kids. One of the significant ways in which our households have changed in recent decades is a steep decline in the expectation that children should contribute to the household. Yeah. Some parents feel that the time spent on menial tasks is not worthwhile. Um, they want them doing homework. They want them involved in activities. Or the kids are so overscheduled that parents feel there's just no time for chores. I've had parents say to me, when would they do them? During the week, between school and after school activities, sports, homework, they barely get time to sleep and weekends are just as busy jammed full of sports, special social events, etc. Or the other thing that happens is that parents believe their little ones are too young to take on responsibilities, not realizing how capable their youngsters actually can be. Now, it does seem like kids are, are busy these days, but I mean, so are parents, right? You know, like some ki kids themselves will benefit from the experience of contributing some of their labor. You know, um, I, I sometimes complain, but I remember feeling good about, you know, being able to help around the house. It felt really, really good. Right, Rory. Well, that's just it. When we let kids off the hook from helping around the house, they do miss out on the benefits that regularly contributing to their families brings. It gives them a sense of pride, confidence in themselves, the start at building a strong work ethic. 
also just plain learning life skills. You know, you were talking about your plumbing skills before. Yeah. Well, you know, even more basic than that, the chores we give kids teach them cleaning skills and laundry skills and cooking skills. Kids who do chores learn responsibility and gain important life skills that will serve them well when they're launched from the family nest. Now, um, is there any research that will back up you know, the fact that chores uh, are good for kids? Yeah, it's, it's actually um, pretty undisputed. Um, there are many studies showing that chores provide benefits to kids. Research from a well-known 75-year Harvard study examines the childhood psychosocial variables and biological processes that predicted health and well-being later in life. So what kinds of things in childhood would predict um, having good health and well-being later in life? And those researchers concluded that kids who had chores fared much better. Chores were one of the best predictors, actually, of which kids were more likely to become happy, healthy, independent adults. Um, in fact, one researcher, Marty Rossman, found that the best predictor of young adults' success in their mid-20s was that they participated in household tasks when they were three or four years old. Wow. Why is sweeping the floor and clearing the table so important to kids' well-being in life? One reason is that kids feel competent when they do their chores. Whether they're making their beds or sweeping the floor, helping out around the house helps kids feel capable. It helps them feel that what they do matters. Doing chores also helps kids feel like they're part of a team. Pitching in and helping family members is good for them, and it encourages them to be good citizens. Yeah, but, but they complain. Chores aren't fun, and kids want to have fun. How can parents really stick to their guns and not say, oh, I just, it's so much easier to do it myself? Well, you know, we've all been there. I mean, certainly it is sometimes easier to do it yourself than to teach someone else how to do it and stay on top of them to make sure they do it, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, parents really need to be convinced of the importance of chores and developing their children's character. The research I talked about earlier is really solid, Rory. If you firmly believe in the value of everyone pitching in, you will communicate this message to your children and you will be less likely to give in to their delay tactics and resistance. They will learn the important lesson that first you get your work done and then you play, whether you're eight or 48. It's not mean to ask people to work. There is work involved in living a life, right? And it makes the playtime so much sweeter. Also, I ask parents to take a look at how they handle their own chores around the house. In all things, we are our children's most important role model. If you do your chores with a sense of acceptance and patience and humor, your children will most likely do the same. Talk about feeling proud when you get the laundry nice and clean or how each time you attempt a carpentry project, you learn new skills and it feels good to accomplish things. Our attitudes about doing work are certainly picked up by our kids. And also, give children choices. Children are much more likely to be responsible when they have a say in what they do or when they do it. Christopher may not like having to take out the garbage, but if he can choose to do it after school or after dinner or before bedtime or at some time that's convenient for him, he's going to feel a little bit less put upon. Now, um, what 
what age should parents, you know, start children with chores of their own? So if you've lived with a preschooler, and I, and I know you have, Rory, and oh, yeah. now, you've got, now you've got a grandson, um, <laughs> you know that they are keenly interested in helping. Oh, right? yeah. Yep. When they're a little boy, they find the vacuum cleaner fascinating and yeah. you know, the opportunity to use a spray bottle with water and a rag to clean the floor is much fun as a trip to the park. Young children naturally want to be part of the family and want to help. Ideally, parents will encourage their participation, even if it takes more work on their part in the short run because of the teaching and the supervision. By age three, youngsters can be assigned their own tasks for which they are responsible, such as placing the napkins on the dinner table or pulling up a sheet on their bed. They can help pair up socks coming out of the laundry or help sort the laundry by color going in. At the beginning, you may need to work with children before they're ready to work on their own. And yes, it can take longer than you'd expect or like before they're ready to work independently. You must teach them every step of what you want them to eventually do independently. I ask parents to be patient, patient <laughs> and consider it an investment. The teaching of these skills and the development of motivation through your positive feedback is an investment in if they view themselves as competent and helpful or not. Now, so what you're saying is uh, start really early in developing both the skills and the right attitude towards helping out around the house. But mm -hmm. what if that ship has sailed? You know, what if, what if folks didn't, you know, they don't realize that they're nine-year-old is you know quite capable of walking his cereal bowl over to the sink right giving it a quick rinse and putting it in the dishwasher after breakfast worry it's never too late but you have to have a family meeting about these changes you can't just um slam kids in the head with them it's not fair to yell at kids for not doing what they've never been taught or expected to do and you have yep. to have a plan yep um, I say to parents, definitely start with having them take care of their own messes and needs uh, before we ask them to do more around the house. So cleaning up their dishes, putting their laundry away, or bringing their laundry to the washer dryer, organizing their rooms. When parents ask how to get their kids to clean their rooms, we discuss what that entails. That's, you know, it's a big job, sorting the clothes, finding the toys, putting sports equipment away, right. and then actually doing the cleaning, the vacuuming, the dusting. Yeah. Um, and those things all have to be taught. I ask them to do the cleaning of the room with their kid a few times, pleasantly, not angrily. That's the and key. once they're certain the kids can do it, that they set the expectation. All bedrooms will be organized and cleaned by Saturday noontime, say. And then be clear about the enforcement. When your bedroom is done, then you can blank. Go to biking with your friends, attend the birthday party, turn on the computer, whatever it is that your child would like to do on Saturday afternoons. The when then is a great way to reinforce the real life concept of first we do the work and then we get to play. Yeah, that certainly is an important life lesson. I also like what you said about parents having to invest some time teaching before kids really get good at their chores. But once they learn how to do something well, that reduces the parents' workload. Yeah, Rory, look, I've been working with parents a long time and I know that when they feel less ground down, when they feel less overworked, when they feel better, 
they care for their children with more kindness and less resentment. So I want to convince them to have their children help with the work of the household because ultimately both parents and kids benefit. If the parents are less overworked and the kids are learning skills, right? Yeah. Giving kids chores can give kids a sense of really being part of the household team. When they ask why they have to do a chore, explain that they are part of the family and everyone in the family must do their share. By giving them the we're all in this together way of looking at things, they're much more likely to see their work as part of something bigger. They're also less likely to see household chores as something they're being singled out for and forced to do since everyone is working together and everyone's doing a piece. So if parents follow all this advice, they'll have kids that happily clean up their messes, walk the dog, and pull weeds out of the garden? Oh, Rory, I knew we'd end up with a happiness problem. There can be times when chores make kids genuinely happy, I certainly have memories of our whole family raking leaves together and joking and having fun. I'm sure you have some times with your, with your own family where oh, yeah. doing work together was fun. Yep. But, you know, um, unloading a dishwasher is, is rarely fun. Um, so for the most part, children will not thank you in the short run for giving them chores. Mm-hmm. This is a case where the goal is not necessarily to make your children happy, but rather to teach them life skills and a sense of responsibility that will last a lifetime. I can tell you that when I teach classes on raising responsible children, adults attending these classes are quite proud when they share with me all the chores they did when they were kids, all the ways they helped their parents, they absolutely see doing those chores as a contributor to who they turned out to be, the responsible adult they are. But they have to get past the happiness trap to pass on the tradition to their own children. I try to help them be the parent that launches a responsible person into the world, the kind of person that we all want as our spouse or our coworker or our neighbor, a person who's not afraid of work, a person who rolls up their sleeves and says, how can I help? It all starts with learning to be a responsible person at home. Very cool, Nancy. Good advice. I, you. you know, sometimes when, when I talk to you guys, I wish I could rack back my, uh, my life 15 years and say, you know, this is what family health and wellness people said about this. And, and I can do this better, you know, but I got some good kids. So I think they're, they're pretty well balanced and, uh, you know, it's being a parent, you know, it doesn't come with the uh, instruction book, right? It absolutely doesn't. And, and none of us, even our child development specialists on staff, um, do it perfectly. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody does the wrong thing sometimes. I say to parents, you have to look at the big picture. You have to look at the good times. You have to look at the times where you really were able to stick to your guns, guns about something that was important to you. And it made a difference. Um, yeah. Because there's going to be other times where you give in. There's going to be other times where you scream and you don't want to, but you do. Um, We do the best we can with what we have. And that's why we encourage people to attend parent education classes and put some more tools in that toolbox. Because uh, the more tools you have, the more you have to work with. Well, thank you very much, Nancy. And uh, we'll be talking to you again. 
Yes, you will. We're going to have a part two on raising uh, responsible children. We're going to talk about um, the importance of avoiding overindulgence. Okay. That would be a good one for me too. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I look forward to it. All right. See you next. Take care. Bye-bye. That's our podcast on chores are important. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear your comments about today's topic. You can email us at jsj79 at cornell.edu or Nancy directly at no18 at cornell.edu. You can get more information on this topic and other family health and wellness topics by visiting our website at ccesuffolk.org forward slash family dash health dash and dash wellness. Thanks again. Thanks again.